Well, first of all, good afternoon, everyone. I hope everyone's doing well, staying safe, staying healthy. Hope you and your families are doing well. Also, um, quick disclaimer: if you hear some yelling in the background, that's that's probably one of my three children. So I'll try to keep it as quiet as possible. But um, I know we're all in the same situation right now. So hope you guys are doing good. First question will be Andrew Callahan, followed by Mike Fury. Hey, Matthew, thank you for taking some time today. Um, first, real quick, no I just, yeah, what have you been doing at home to kind of stay in shape or perhaps coordinate with teammates to, uh, to make sure, you know, everyone's kind of on the same program without an off-season program? Certainly. Well, that's that's a unique challenge that we're facing right now. And, um, you know, my wife would be the first one to tell you I've got, you know, a dozen apparatuses all around the house. The kids have become uh, human weights, and we're making do with uh, what we have here at home. And certainly, you know, you have the ability to go out and run by yourself and do that uh, when the coast is clear, so to speak. But uh, you, you, know, you have to be resourceful in ways that you never thought you'd have to be resourceful in. But uh, again, um, it really puts things in perspective. I'm thankful to be healthy. I'm thankful to have a home to go to. I'm thankful that I have a family to support me during this time. And, and we're going to count our blessings and, and stay as positive as we possibly can and you know, make do with what we have and, and not complain about it. So that's what I've been doing. Mike, Jerry, can you hear us okay? Matt, there, it seems like it's been a while, um, although it really hasn't been. Tom, Leaving the Patriots, signing with Tampa Bay. I'm just curious uh, how you got the news and and how you're processing it because I know you guys have been together as teammates for an awfully long time. Right. Um, and I got the news. I'm sure the the same way many of us did. I found out through um, ESPN, different outlets like that, or friends texting me, or what have you. And uh, certainly, look. Uh, when you talk about Tom and everything that he's meant to this organization, our team, a lot of our identity over the last 20 years has has been centered around him. And, uh, you know, anytime you transition away from a player like that, it's, it's, a, it's a tall task. And uh, there are a lot of emotions involved as you try to process it, especially for me personally. Um, but I, I think the one thing that I – and feeling right now is a ton of gratitude. I feel a ton of gratitude towards Tom for the way he always treated me, um, the respect that he always showed me from the moment I walked in this locker room, the humility with which he has always carried himself and continues to carry himself with, and just the friendship that we have. Um, and certainly I'm thankful for uh, the experiences that he provided for me on a football field, some experiences I'll I'll take with me and cherish the rest of my life, uh, some magical moments, certainly being his teammate. But uh, I'm more grateful for his friendship, the man that he is, the way that he loves his family, the example that he uh, that he left behind for so many of us, and uh, certainly you know thank you doesn't do it justice, but I, you know I have a lot of gratitude. When I hear the name, I think about the name Tom Brady. Thank you, Matthew. Be well. You as well. I'll ask um, others. We dropped a couple lines here. This is just a fault of having too many people on the call. But I'll ask you to hit five star if you want to ask a question. 
And next question will be Mark Daniels from his journal. Go ahead, Mark. Thanks, Stacey. Hey, Matt, how are you? I'm well, Mark, how are you? Doing good, thanks. I, you know, I, I feel like every offseason we ask you guys about players lost. And, and obviously this this year is just obviously a little different when you lose guys like Tom Brady and Stephen Guskowski, people who have, you know, been here in Tom's case decades. You know, as, as a leader on the team, you know, what what do you have to do specifically this offseason going into this year just to sort of, you know, in, in, a, in a sense help, help the team move on from a couple long-tenured players, and even on defense with Kyle and, you know, guys like that who are, who are no longer here? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, I, I think the one thing is you, you don't want to downplay, obviously, guys like Tom and Steve and what they meant to us. And, you know, you have to find a way to deal with that personally and process it. Um, and I think as a team, obviously, we're going to have to process the fact that Tom's gone, uh, do it in a healthy way, and then be able to move on. We're going to have to, you know, find a, a new identity for ourselves. And But I think part of that identity is going to be built upon things that we've always uh, stood for and will continue to stand for as long as this organization is led by the people that it's led by. And I think that's going to be selflessness, hard work, uh, making good decisions as far as 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 how that affects the whole team. Uh, So I should say doing what's best for the football team, serving one another, not having any level of expectation that, that things are going to be handed to us. I mean, these are these are the way these are ways that we've always operated, um, and I think we're going to have to continue to operate in the same manner that we always have, and and find a new identity for ourselves. Certainly, you know, I'd be lying, or anyone would be lying, if they said that over the last 20 years, a big part of our identity has been has been centered around Tom and what he's done for us. But but again. Um, you know, players come and go. The reality is no player plays forever. So at some point in time, you have to have pillars that you stand upon that that are not going to fall regardless of who's in or out. Uh, I think we have good pillars in place. I think we'll continue to try to push guys to seek those pillars, stand for those things. And, uh, you know, hopefully that leaves us in a good place as we head into the season and, and go about the process. Awesome. Thank you. No problem. Uh, next question will go Mike Reese, followed by Ian Steele. Go ahead, Mike. Hey. Matthew, I hope you're doing well. Um, you've been Thanks, through Mike. This, yeah, you've, been, you've been through um, coaching transition specific to special teams before with Coach O'Brien moving on, if I'm not mistaken, and then Coach Judge stepping in and now Coach Judge departing. I'm curious how you see this transition unfolding. Well, it's going to – it's going to be challenging, I think, Mike. Uh, you know, right now we're looking at the possibility of, of not having an off season at all. So I, th- I think some of that acclimation process is going to have to be on the fly whenever it is that we're able to return to work. Um, you know, a, a lot of us have some familiarity with Cam, and we're, we're really comfortable with his coaching style, and uh, we know how he likes to call the game. We know that, you know, again, we talk, I talked about those pillars. You know, he's going to have – the same expectations of us that have always been had of us around here. And that's, you know, pride yourself on working hard, pride yourself on doing your job the right way, pride yourself on being a selfless team player and don't expect anything to be handed to you. Um, And I think Cam's going to coach us in that same style. Certainly when we get into games, we'll see how he calls games differently. That'll be a learning process. 
I'm sure there'll be a lot of dialogue between him and, and players from, from now until the time we play. So, you know, we're excited about the transition. Uh, it's a new challenge for all of us. Uh, it's a new year. Um, every team, every player has to prove himself um, over again, and, and that's exciting. So, you know, I know Cam is, is up for the challenge, and I know he's going to lead us in the right way. Thank you. Our next question. Next question, Ian Steele, followed by Andrew Kelly. Hi, Matthew. Thanks for taking the time. Absolutely. Um, so, how much of a leadership void is there on this team right now without Tom Brady? Obviously, you're, you're back. Kevin McCourty is coming back, two leaders that stick out. But with Brady now leaving, how much of a leadership void is there, and how can you – Obviously, not that you need to step up even more so, but how are you and maybe the other leaders in the room taking it upon yourselves to lead the team moving forward? Well, yeah, you know, as I said, we can't we can't not uh, acknowledge the, the fact that Tom's gone, and, and certainly there's going to be an evolution that that occurs within our locker room, an evolution that occurs within our offense. Um, but you know that was that time was going to come uh, in some way, shape, or form. Um, so you know what the void is, how we fill it. You know I can't really speak to that right now. I, I think it's important that guys stay within themselves. We've all been gifted to lead and do certain things in our own way, and you just have to continue to do that. You don't try to do anything extra. You don't try to go above and beyond because guys are able to quickly sniff that out and know that oh he's you know. He's not being himself. Authenticity is going to be huge for all of us that are leaders on the team and, and for young leaders that we need to step up. We're going to have to be ourselves. We're going to have to you know, stick to our principles and lead the best way that we can. Um, and, again, I, I don't think that there should be any fear or angst as we go into kind of uncharted waters here. Uh, we, should, we should embrace the challenge. Uh, we should lean in on one another, uh, trust our process, and I think we'll be okay as far as as far as leadership is concerned, and we'll just take things one day at a time. Thank you, Matthew. Next question, Andrew Callahan, followed by Dan Roach. So, Matthew, understanding no one is better than you guys at taking things one day at a time. Uh, obviously, we might be in this you know holding pattern here for a while. So, have there been any concrete talks, you know, between yourself, some teammates, and between yourself and the team in terms of? You know, what next steps you might take uh, as players at home to kind of get ready for, for the season? You know, that's a good question. Uh, I think right now you literally, you know, you look at what's going on. We're, we're being um, filled in as you guys are being filled in. We're taking it one day at a time. And really, ultimately, there's nothing more important than the health of our country, the health of our citizens. And this is much bigger than football. So, you know, I think to the man, we can do what we do as much as we can at home. Um, try to be creative. I know our strength coach, uh, Moses Cabrera, and his staff are going to be as creative as they can with kind of guiding us uh, throughout the process here of the off season. Um, you know, pick and choose our spots maybe to get to a, a field by ourselves and run by ourselves. But right now, I think we just need to be focused on keeping ourselves healthy, keeping our families healthy, uh, keeping one another encouraged and supported, 
and not really worried. Honestly, I'm not worried about when we get back to football or how it's going to go when we get back. I think there are much more significant issues that we're facing now that that will always trump football. Um, you look at what's going on, not only in our country but around the world. And I think football is far down on the list of things I'm worried about right now, and I'm sure a lot of guys feel that way. So let's stay healthy. Let's obviously be productive with our time. You know, this is not a green light for guys to go gain 30 pounds, which which can easily be done when you're eating mac and cheese and peanut butter and jelly with your kids. But I think it's, you know, let's focus on our health. Uh, let's be responsible with, with the opportunities that we have. And then, you know, when it's time to worry about football, we worry about it then. Next question, Dan Roach, uh, followed by Phil Perry. Matthew, just a uh, hope you're doing well. Um, Likewise, Dan. Thank you. Just a two-part question. Uh, one is something along the lines you just talked about, how football is kind of in the back uh, of everything. How close, if any, did you come to maybe, you know, not, not returning, uh, retiring perhaps, but also do you think it will make you appreciate the game even more when you do get back out there? And just the thought as a special teams captain on Stephen Goskowski and the career that he had in a New England Patriot uniform. Okay. Well, you know, I, after the season ended, I, as the season went along this year, um, I felt really good about a lot of the things that we were doing as a team, some of the continuity that we had, uh, the way we were able to impact the game uh, as far as the kicking game was concerned. And, you know, as I sat down with my wife and my family and we prayed about it and thought about it, you know, it was very clear to me that I still love this game and still feel like I have something to give to this game, uh, whether it's physically or emotionally or in a leadership role. I, you know, all aspects of the game still really uh, make me come alive. And, um, you know, I, it was clear to me that I wanted to continue to play. I didn't know what my opportunities would look like, obviously, but I'm certainly thankful that Coach Belichick um, still feels like I can have an impact on his football team and, and bring some value to his locker room. So I'm really excited about the opportunity to come back. Um, certainly with everything that's going on in the world right now, not only does it make you appreciate football, but I think it just makes you appreciate the life that we live. Each day that we have to get up, and wake up in our right minds, get out of our bed, interact with our families, uh, to express the love that we have uh, for our families with them, uh, is a blessing, and, and I know that can be something that's cliche to say, but I think now in the time and place that we're living in with the circumstances that we're facing, it, it drives that point home even more than ever. So, uh, you know, not only will I be grateful to return to football, but I'm just grateful to wake up and to take a deep breath and to look at my kids and to see them laugh and to, to see my wife uh, look over our home. It, it, those things are truly blessings that I think are being brought into, into focus more now than they ever have before. So, um, and, and you know, you mentioned Stephen. Um, you really can't say enough good things about Stephen and what he's done for this organization. If you think about the beginning of his career, when he was drafted here, he was drafted to replace a guy who is maybe the, you know, maybe the best kicker in the history of the league with some of the things he's been able to accomplish. 
And for Stephen to come in here and to just keep his head down and year after year lead by example, you know, work at his craft, try to get himself better, uh, be there for his teammates, um, be just a, a light within the locker room that brought some laughter and joy to the locker room. Uh, the type of man that he is, the friendship that he offered to so many of us. You know, he's another guy that you just feel a lot of gratitude towards because he, he did so much to to lead the way. And, and certainly not a guy that you talk about a ton when you talk about this dynasty, if you will, if that's what you want to call it. But I, I think he's a guy that, that should be mentioned right up there along some of the guys that have, have really carried the flag on this. So, uh, I know personally I had a special connection with Steven, you know, being a special teams guy and him being a specialist. We spent a lot of time together. And, uh, you know, I'm thankful that, for a guy like that. He showed me how to be a pro. He showed me how to go about my business. He showed me how to, you know, at times not take this thing too seriously, but at the same time take it very seriously. There's a thin line there, and, and I think he walked it as well as anyone. So, uh, I'm thankful for the example that he set for me and the time we spent together and wishing nothing but the best. And, you know, whoever the next guy is, the same as, as the quarterback, they just have to be themselves. Be yourself. Um, go out and, and do the best you can within your role and, and you know, let the chips fall where they may. Thank you. Our next question is Phil Perry, followed by Doug Tyler. Hey, Matthew, glad to hear those of us in the media aren't the only ones living off of mac and cheese and PB&J right now. Um, <laughs> I, I, I did want to ask you, you, you know, you talked a little bit about the transition that you guys are going through, you know, this year as a team, soft season as a team. And I'm curious, I mean, you guys have set such a high standard um, as a team for yourselves over the years. Do the goals have to change at all to, in your mind? Um, or, or how do the goals change? Um, That's a great question. Going into this next season for you guys. Yeah, you know, I don't think the goals change at all. Uh, the standard doesn't change at all. Um, the pillars that we stand upon, they don't change at all. So, you know, I think if you go in there into the – if you go into the season with a defeatist mindset, then, you know, you can't expect to be successful. Uh, we're not the victims here. Uh, we have a great opportunity. We have a lot of good football players. We have tremendous coaching staff. You know, you don't have time to waste any season in the NFL. Uh, it's, you know, we all know it stands for not for long. And I think all of us can appreciate that a little bit more now considering the circumstances we're facing. So, you know, we have to go into the season expecting more from ourselves than anyone outside the building expects from us. We have to go in with the same drive, the same focus, the, the same determination. And if we don't, you know, we shouldn't even step foot in the building uh, because we're already going to be beat. So, you know, let's come in there with the same goals, and that's going to be from day one, just come in working hard, doing your job, trying to perfect your craft, and not worrying about what everybody else is doing. Let's take care of yourself first and foremost. And, you know, it starts small, and, and, and hopefully it grows into bigger things. But, you know, I think our mentality as a team and our approach to what we're doing has to be the same uh, that it's always been. Thanks, Matt. Uh, next question, Doug Kine, followed by Mike Tagger. Hi, Matthew. Hope you're doing well. Um, I Likewise. just want to get your impression of, of Jarrett Stedham from last season as a rookie. Um, I know you didn't spend quite as much time on offense last 
last season, but what did you just notice about Jarrett last year? Brother Sid is a great kid. And I think that's the thing that, that is going to matter the most with any player. Um, who is he as a man? Who is he as a person? What's he motivated by? And he's just a great kid to be around. He brings a lot of positive energy. Um, you know, he's, he's always got a smile on his face. And you can tell he's very appreciative of, of the opportunity uh, that he had last year and the opportunities that he'll have going forward. So, um, certainly he has a, a lot of great qualities that, that can make him a good player at the quarterback position. Uh, Coach Belichick and his staff wouldn't have brought him in here if they didn't think he, he had those qualities. Uh, but I think, you know, at that position, uh, almost more than any other, it's going to be the intangibles that that get a guy to maybe a successful position. So, you know, I think he's got some good traits. I think he's uh, he's going to be a good player. But, you know, his attack, his approach is going to have to be one day at a time, just like any any of us in. You know, I think it's important, and I'll certainly encourage him just to be himself. Uh, be himself, continue to be the person that he is, uh, continue to be the teammate that he is, and, you know, we'll just take this thing one day at a time. Thanks, Matthew. Appreciate it. No problem. All right, we'll take two final questions. I know we have more people in, in queue here, but I'm just going to cut this off in two final questions. We'll go Mike Petraglia, followed by Karen Gregian. Go ahead, Mike. Thank you very much, Stacey. Welcome back, uh, Matthew. Good to have you back. Thanks, Mike. Anytime. Um, pretty simple question. Um, do you enjoy playing football more in the National Football League overall, or is a lot of your decision coming back playing football in a Patriots uniform? Well, that's that's a great, great question. Um, you know, I love the game, and, you know, I've loved playing football from the time I can remember. And I've said it so many times, you know, the reason I love it so much is because I'm getting a chance to do what my daddy did, you know, and, you know, I see my son now and he, he wants to do whatever I do. He's copying whatever I do. And it was no different for me as a kid. And even now as an adult, you know, I, I still think to myself, man, I'm getting to do something that my dad got to do. And, I think about all the memories we had just talking about the game and his love for the game and the preparation of the game. Um, so certainly I love the game. But as I think about my career and my experience the last 12 years, I've fallen in love with, with this team and this organization. And I love being able to represent this team, um, the people of this region, the fans of this team. And, and I hope that I represent them uh, in a good way, in a way that they're proud of. But it, it, it's hard for me personally to imagine myself playing in a different uniform at this point. I've given a lot of myself to this organization, and this organization has given a lot of themselves to me. So it really be hard for me personally to imagine going elsewhere. But, um, you know, I'm just thankful for the opportunities I have. I'm thankful that I get to play the game I love, and I'm thankful that I get to do it for the Patriots. Thanks a lot, Matt. Last question, Karen. Go ahead, Karen. Hi, Matthew. Uh, thank you very much for doing this and helping us all out. Hope you're doing well. No problem. Likewise. Um, 
along with Stephen Goskowski, um, you also sort of have to fill a void left by Nate Ebner, uh, a longtime special teams contributor and, and I think quiet kind of leader. Um, what has he meant? And first off, and second of off, second off, you have a couple of new potential special teamers that have been signed in Adrian Phillips and Cody Davis. Um, given these extreme circumstances, have you reached out to them at all? Uh, you know, new guys coming into a team in this environment, and if not, might you do that in the future? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I'll answer your your latter question first. I have spoken to Cody. Um, I've met him a couple times over the years, and uh, look forward to working with him. He's been a great player in this league. Uh, for a number of years now, and you know, excited for the opportunity to play with him. I know he's excited about his opportunity to be here, and certainly look forward to getting to know him better. I've heard nothing but great things about uh, the type of person that he is, and you can't have you can't have enough good people in the building. So we're excited about that. I haven't spoken to Adrian. Obviously, I've been a fan of his uh, for a long time now. He's been a great player. You know, not only in the kicking game, but I think he's shown that he can play safety in this league at a high level as well. So uh, excited to work with him, and hopefully we get a chance to connect here uh, before too long. Uh, but looking forward to bringing those new guys into the fray and uh, kind of getting them caught up to speed on how we do things and, and also learning a thing or two from them. You, you, know, you can never be in a place where you, you're unable to receive from someone else, so looking forward to learning from them as well. Um, and you asked about Nate and – uh, man, I, I think for me, I've worked more closely with Nate than any player on our roster over the last eight years um, by a long shot. I've spent more time in meetings, more time on the practice field with Nate Ebner than, than any player maybe in my career. So, you know, his value to what we did in the kicking game it just is off the charts. Um, and it, it would never be something that gets talked about because there's so many intricacies within the kicking game that it get overlooked. But uh, the things that he has done for our football team on and off the field over the last eight years have been tremendous. And, you know, I, I know personally as a player, no player has challenged me more, has pushed me more has gotten more out of me as a teammate than him. And, uh, you know, I, I certainly I thanked him for that when I found out that he was leaving, but certainly I'm going to miss that. Um, you know, what he did for us as a communicator, I think you think of him almost as a third coach on the field. I mean, he, he did so much, and he got guys lined up. He got guys on the same page, and he did it not only year after year, but week after week, day after day. I mean, it was he was so consistent in what he brought to the table. So that's going to be you know, a big role for us to fill. And certainly, again, I, I can't emphasize this enough. When you're a guy coming in trying to replace a guy who's maybe been somewhere for a long time, you just got to be yourself. So whoever that guy is, whatever he's asked to do, he doesn't need to be Nate ever. He needs to be himself and be the best version of himself for our football team. And, you know, certainly that will be a challenge, but we, we welcome that challenge. We'll get guys 
you know, acclimated as quickly as possible. If they have questions, we'll be there to answer them and try to get everyone on the same page. And, and that's the nature of this league. And, and all these guys that have left over the last couple of weeks, I, I hope they go to their new teams and play outstanding. And I'll be rooting for them all just like I always have. And in-house, we're going to have to just, again, lean on one another, try to bring out the best in one another, and be the best versions of ourselves that we can be. And, you know, hopefully that's good enough at the end of the day. So we'll take it one day at a time. Thank you, Matthew. Stay well. No problem. Thanks, everyone. You guys stay safe.